is that guy. Yo, there we go, Ryan. Come here, shut up. Don't talk and fight me, me. We got the remedy. Motherfucker, I am boxing. Before everything is going, no one's getting no time. Guy comes up off the damn fight. Big dude, wanna fight the fight? Yeah, I'll fight the big fight. I'm not being a greatest. It's all the way. What is happening, boxing fans? Welcome to another episode of the J and B Ray Boxing Podcast. We are back for two weeks in a fucking row. Hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. We got a lot of great feedback on that, and we're back again. We're gonna be. A, it might be a short episode, it might be a long episode, but hey, you guys are gonna get an episode in either way. Uh, we got a lot of topics tonight. We're gonna talk about Teofimo Lopez Lomachenko. Top Rank came out with some great content to build the fucking fight. Love it. We talk about. The rumor is that Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell was an official, but Golden Boy just said it is. And it's going to compete against Spence versus Garcia. Which fight are you going to watch? You'll get our take on that. And pretty much anything that's going around in the boxing, in the boxing world. But I don't do this by myself, ladies and gentlemen. I do have a co-host. He's a Sacramento bad boy himself. He is the, the founder of the Adrian Broner fan club. He's also, well, he now renounced, he resigned as the let's make make sure Julio Cesar Chavez gets a fight fan club. He's the one, the only, B-Ray in the motherfucking house. B-Ray. I was born I never really joined that fucking club, so it's more like you resigned, not me, motherfucker. I never resigned. I never claimed to be a fan of Julio Cesar Chavez. I consider I, that an insult. Who says I did? You're a disrespectful man. <laughs> You're disrespectful, and this is not going to be a debate between me and you because I burn you. Yeah, okay, sure. I will burn you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's not going to be as worse as that fucking thing. Well, that shit we, we heard last week about Trump and Biden. Which one? On the rambling alcoholics? Yeah, the, on the rambling alcoholics. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that sounded like it was a big mess. Yeah, I heard, too. I, heard, I was part of it. I, I heard. I heard. Yeah, I heard, heard too. Right? I'm doing good, man. How about you? I'm doing good. Not bad. I mean, uh, I had a couple beers today. Hasn't been, I mean, hasn't been the best week for me in my uh, work life. So I've been, you know, I've had a couple beers yesterday and today. So I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I think I'm preparing myself for tomorrow's episode. I was about to say, I think, yeah, you're getting ready. Yeah, for I think I'm, I think I'm prepping myself for tomorrow's uh, debacle of an episode I'm going to do. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, so far I'm doing good. Can't complain. Still got a job. Still out there grinding. Still growing right. this fucking network with you guys. But um, no, nah, not much. What about you? Nothing much, man. Just working, getting a little busy, of course, but you know, working. Okay. Nothing much, man. We're still in a, we're, you know, we're still in this fucking pandemic. Is it me, is or is this pandemic getting to the point, to the point? I'm sorry, where it's becoming normal now? Like it's normalized. Like it's normal now to go out with the mask. It's normal to now eat outside. I don't know about going. I don't know about Sacramento, but over here in Southern California, if you want to eat, you eat outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's some spots here in okay. SAC where you eat outside. And yeah. you're right. It is kind of sadly leading towards to that, where it's the like normal. A bit normal. And yeah. I'm pretty sure when it goes back to how it was before, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be feeling just a little fucking weird. Happy, I think, but weird. I think it will feel weird. I think it's going to be weird. Well, and not really, because uh, a couple weeks ago, um, I didn't do an episode of Rambling on a Friday. So I went out with my wife. I don't, we didn't talk about that. I think we had just finished recording our episode. No, we didn't. I'm sorry. So I went out with my wife because I didn't, I didn't feel like doing an episode of rambling. We took a night off. And I told my wife, you know what? Let's go out. So we went to go out to eat sushi. So we went to the OC. Oh, yes. Um, and that area isn't too restrictive when it comes to COVID. So you can dine inside. So I went to all you can eat sushi. And I felt so weird sitting in a booth with my wife. Of course, they have it covered. They got, like, these fucking walls covering you so you don't have to interact with the next person next to you, to your mm-hmm. right or to your left. Mm-hmm. And it felt so fucking weird. I was like, and I told, oh, shit. And I told my wife, this feels weird. This feels weird because I, for the last couple months, I've been so used to ordering out, you know, yeah. up, all this shit or, or dining in. Like, my, wife's, my wife right now has become the cook of the house. Before it was me, now my wife has become the cook of the house. So she's been cooking mostly all the dinners. So I'm so used to the house meals now. Then before it would be like we would cook twice, three times a week, three times. And the next couple of times we would just order in or, you know, or just, you know, snack on something. So it, it felt weird going to the sushi joint and sitting there ordering from a waitress, doing all this shit inside though. You know, inside I felt weird. And yeah, I told because what, we are doing it outside. Because it's become normal. This, new, this is the new norm 
to to be basically COVID scared, COVID awareness almost. And you're right. I think when this all ends, we're probably going to be like, wow, this is how we lived before this pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This, uh, I you know how I feel. I feel that's it. I feel like that. The firefighters, because I know that. Uh, I think for Lomachenko, Teofimo Lopez, these guys, the the um, top rank opened up the seats to fire the firemen, right, who had been combating the fires. Yes, yeah, yeah, they did actually. Yes, so I think those people that. are gonna feel weird. Be like, wow, this is what it feels like to be at a sporting event. <laughs> wow, <laughs> interesting. I think that's how it's gonna feel for them. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, and and I'm glad to hear that there's some fights or allowing some people in. So yeah, I'm glad to hear about that news. Were they the first ones to have an audience, which is Teofimo Lopez versus um, Lomachenko? I think yeah. the next fight is gonna be uh, Tank Davis versus Leo Santa Cruz in San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. Alamo, Alamo Dome. And mm-hmm. I, I think, and moving forward, I'm assuming that we're gonna keep seeing that. So, so talking about that. Tank Davis, Leo Santa Cruz. Let's get into this um, topic now. We talked about it last week. They're moving. They moved the venue. They moved the date. They're going to fight in San Antonio at the Alamo Dome. Live audience. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, Leonard Ellaby, Tank Davis, Leo Santa Cruz were all on a conference call. They were all promoting the fight. Um, B-Ray, but it's a Showtime pay-per-view. Usually, we're so accustomed by Showtime to give us a countdown. or No, not, not a countdown, but what's it called? All access. They're all access. All access. We're, I was hoping they were going to do I, I was hoping they were going to do it, but it was realistic. With this whole COVID thing, are they really going to do it? Well, they dropped the fucking episode, the teaser trailer to All Access, Davis, Santa Cruz. Did you watch Damn. the trailer? No, I have not seen it. I didn't even heard there was a trailer. Uh, see, what sucks is we're doing through the Zoom, because I think it would have been a good job for me to fucking share it with you so you can watch it. But yeah, right. there's a trailer going to it. So it, started, it comes out this weekend. What is your take on it? Is it helping? You think this will help motivate the buyers to want to buy a pay-per-view? Because it has saw, to. We saw what happened with the Charlo brothers. They did, I, I don't even think I've seen the pay-per-view numbers for them yet. I don't know if you haven't came it. out yet. No. Which is kind everyone of is, everyone's saying around four hundred thousand. I'm hearing. Okay. So but they they didn't do an all access. It was mostly like, hey, no. this will be the first all access. Well, we'll talk about another documentary leading to a fight, but they're doing all access. Be ready. Generally, this is supposed to help the buys for a pay-per-view. Do you think this is going to help? Do you think the storyline of Tank Davis and Leo Santa Cruz's background is going to help build the anticipation to this fight? It has to. Because like you mentioned it with the Charlotte Brothers, there was no all-access. There was nothing, really. It was just straightforward promotion through whatever. I mean, mostly social media. So if we're going to be doing an all-access, that has to boost up a little bit. That has to at least grab... Some new buyers, some new viewers, right? To be like, you know what? I kind of want to buy this. Because, again, you got to sell it. And I think you said it so many fucking times. Act like I'm fucking stupid. Promote this fight. Talk about these men. I don't care if I heard a million times. Still, I want to hear their stories. And it works. That recipe fucking works. And it does. I, I think it's, it's like, what, two, I think, maybe? Did they say how many episodes? Maybe two? I, it's probably going to be it's two. more than one. Maybe. I'm hoping it's more than two. Me I mean, too. It's going to premiere, right? It's going to premiere this weekend. And then the fight's, what, two, three weeks from now? Yeah, maybe two, three weeks, yeah. Yeah, it's good. So, I mean, two you weeks. can probably knock a couple episodes out. But, I mean, what are you really going to advertise? That's kind of the thing where I'm trying to wonder, like, and I'm trying to not to go into the Teofimo Lomachenko thing. I like the way they did it. But how yeah. are you going to promote this fight? The background of Tank Davis, the background of Teofimo Lopez, I mean, Teofimo, uh, Leo Santa Cruz. How are you going to promote this? You know, maybe you can do it as a one-off episode, but shouldn't you do it a week before the fight? Makes more sense. Or if you're doing more episodes, how are you going to do it with this whole COVID thing? These guys, the whole thing about all access would made it so good when Floyd was around. And I know people are like, Gary, he's dropping, name, he's dropping his name again. <laughs> was... This fucker was training, but also showing off his fucking lifestyle so you can hate him, so you can become the heel, the villain of the fucking, of the fight. Mm-hmm. Here, are you going to be able to show that with Tank Davis? Are you going to be able to show him as a cocky guy or whatever? Like, I mean, how much footage of the gym are you going to show? Because, I mean, I would like to think these guys are going to their home, to the gym, gym and home. That's it. They're not going out. They're not partying. They're not out there fucking around. They're actually dedicating mm-hmm. themselves to this fight. Mostly Tank, because Tank's more of the fuck up around here once in a while. Yeah. Don't, but how don't are you going to promote this? That's a really good question. How are you going to promote it, really? I don't know. That's what I'm going to try for. And that's, I think maybe that might be the, 
the deciding factor of people wanting to watch it all access and be like, I want to tune in and find out what's going to happen. I want to tune in and find out what kind of footage they got on these guys. Because I think, you know, the first episode is going to be an origin story. Like what got me into boxing? Has to be. What mm-hmm. motivated me? What made me so, what made me so in, uh, when, what was my first love? Like what, what made me want to stick around in boxing? Of mm-hmm. course, that's going to be the first episode. You know, the second episode is going to be what? And then this year, and this is the thing. What is the story behind this? Like, why is Tank fighting Leo? There's always a story behind every fight. Like, we know that uh, Teofimo Lopez versus uh, Lomachenko is a changing of the guard. There's beef in there. Leo Santa Cruz, for the, all the general fans who are listening for the first time, Leo Santa Cruz is moving up in weight. He is. He fought. He fights at one twenty six. Yes, Teofimo. Let me tell you, Teofimo. I keep I keep saying Teofimo. I'm so stuck <laughs> in that right now. Leo Santa Cruz. They have the last name, right? <laughs> no, Tiffany Lopez, Leo Santa No, no, I'm sorry. Never mind. Never mind. I don't know why I Lopez. See, I can see why. <laughs> I got you into the two. Um, the, he's moving up in weight. Tank is moving down in weight. Tank was, uh, last fight was 135 pounds. Tank is moving down. It's a compelling fight. And it's the closer we're getting, and the, the more I want to go into it. But right now, it's a, it, is it a compelling fight to the general public to want to see the significance of this fight? Especially now, during COVID, fans or uh, are tired of seeing the, we talked about it when COVID started. Fans are not going to want to see one-sided fights. They want to see compelling uh, um, competitive fights. That's why the Charles uh, pay-per-view fight was so compelling because they, uh, you know, according to the casual fans, stepped up in competition mm-hmm. and they fucking passed with flying colors. Leo Santa Cruz would be attempting another division to become a champion against a basically... A guy we don't know yet, is he a bona fide superstar? Is he just another name in the division? We don't know yet. That's the question going into that fight in uh, on uh, the 31st, right on Halloween Day. Halloween Day. That's what we're going to yeah. ask ourselves. Which Can Leo Santa Cruz fight a bigger guy? Is Tank Davis going to come in and, and peak condition? Is he going to make the fucking weight? These are the questions they're going to get into it. And are those the questions that Showtime All Access is going to ask? to convince people to want to fork over $74, whatever the pay-per-view cost is that Fuck, week. It might be 75 again. Who knows? 75, who knows? But what are, what are the questions going to arise? Like you said, treat them like they're dumb. Sell them a story. What is the storyline going into this fight? Exactly. And I think that I'm pretty sure people will just look at it as like, well, okay, Santa Cruz is just moving up four pounds. Tank is going down, what, five pounds? So they probably feel like, eh, it's kind of an even fight. But like you said, we'll, we'll touch on that next – no, I'm sorry, in a few, few weeks when the fight happens. Mm-hmm. But I think so far some people do have – are interested in this fight. I am because, again, because, all right, they're kind of me in the middle. This is pretty compelling. This is pretty interesting. But, again, yeah, I think you got to do an all-access to at least just get more people to get into it because if you're just going to promote it like you did with the Charlos, you probably might not get a lot. So I can see why they're going with that direction. I'll just do an all access. I'll say this for 400,000 buys, according to, you know, whatever your report is, is not that bad for the first pay-per-view. No, it's not bad at all. That's better than a triple G and Terrence Crawford first pay-per-view debut. Right. I'll say that right now. And during COVID, not bad, not bad at all. I agree. I agree. You got to think what you got to think what the pay-per-view buys would have been without COVID. True. That's very true. So it's not that bad. I I I agree. If that's your numbers, that is not a bad number to have. Because my barometer is comparing Triple G's first pay-per-view because Triple G was a fucking darling to HBO. Yes. And he didn't do that good. Like Terrence Crawford, buys. which I, I saw that fight before we started the episode against Victor Postal, it didn't do that good either. And so you say that you, you know, you're, you're uh, it's not a legit number yet. but Not legit, just a rumor. The rumor number is 400,000 bytes. That is not bad for a first-time pay-per-view guy. I think what Spence Garcia did with 600,000 buys. Something like that, yeah. So it's not that bad. For the uh, debut pay-per-view fight for these two guys, for those two twins, not bad. Not bad at all. All right, so let's get into the next topic. Like I said, we're going to go pretty quick, rapid fire maybe. Rangers here for Luke Campbell. For the last couple of days, I kept hearing this fight's not going to happen. The fight's not going to happen. That Ryan Garcia pulled out. Ryan Garcia pulled out. Even though there's a joke by uh, Luke Paul. Oh, not Duke Paul, fucking uh, one of the Paul brothers uh, yeah. that he couldn't pull out. That's why he has another baby mama. But 
<laughs> uh, Ryan Garcia announced it 11 hours ago. He'll be facing Luke Campbell for the interim WBC lightweight championship. Golden Boy corroborated this. It is official. The only thing is we don't have a venue, but we have a date, December 5th. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Luke Campbell, Ryan Garcia, it's official. We've talked about it the last couple of weeks. We, uh, I know I've personally said it. it's, not a, it's, it's a good step up for him. Luke Campbell's not a, a, not a pushover. He gave Lomachenko a good fight. Yeah, I was about to mention that. I've never seen this guy fight only the Lomachenko fight, and he looked pretty fucking good until, of course, Lomachenko took over. But this Campbell guy is pretty good. So what are your thoughts? That, uh, well, he's, is... a, he's a good opponent, but it's official now. Like, there's no speculation. There's no, it's official that he's going to fight Luke Campbell. The only difference is there's no venue set. So we don't know if this happened in the U.K., it's happening out here in the U.S.A., it's like you said. It's I think it's a step up for really for, for for Garcia. You know what? And I remember last time I thought that hey, we're gonna see Garcia fight more than three rounds, and it was against I forgot the guy's name. He was on the undercard of Canelo Kovalev, man. But this time I really fucking hope this goes more than three rounds because I've been waiting for a fighter to at least just give this Garcia guy a little push, man. See what he can do. And I think it's a good fight for Ryan Garcia. I think, I think so, too. Yeah. Numerous times. This is a good fight for him. Luke Campbell's not a pushover. This guy went 12 rounds with, uh, with Lomachenko. This guy also went two fights. He fought uh, two fights with, uh, at the time, the reigning fucking lightweight champion of the world, uh, Jorge mm-hmm. Linares. So the guy is battle-tested. He's going against a young fighter who, in my opinion, and I'm saying my opinion, we still have doubts on. Yeah. So it's a good fight. Now, how much doubt are you going to have now? Because Ranger is beefing with Jake Paul. Oh, uh, that's, that's. What do you think of that beef, real quick? Real quick, what do you think of that beef? What do you think of that beef? It's. Battling, uh, I, it's, it's what a lot of people are saying, and I agree. Everyone's like, why is he giving this motherfucker attention? Who, Jake Paul? That's, um, yeah, why is, why is Garcia giving this guy attention? And I was like, and, and to me, I go, I think the stupid, the stupid reason, the excuse probably going like, well, I guess I have no opponents. I don't think there should be no fucking excuse. He shouldn't be giving no fucking attention to him. And that's what I'm saying. You have the distraction of social media. Like, you know, this is the new era of social media and guys like Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis, Teofimo Lopez are part of that generation where social media is a, uh, has been a great promoter for them. Uh, yeah, rank, and we hear it in the zone. Oh, he has five million fucking followers on Instagram. All the fucking time. Following. He's a social media darling. He's beefing with Jake Paul. There's a video of Jake Paul literally telling him back the fuck down. Go talk to your daddy. All this shit. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a distraction because from the looks of it, Jake Paul um, this week was trolling Ryan Garcia. Yeah. Because Jake Paul was training with a former sparring partner, in which there's footage. Of this sparring partner smacking Ryan Garcia around in the ring. Well, of course, Ryan <laughs> Garcia so. said, you know, hey, show the full footage. I smacked him more than he smacked me. Of course, you know, there's always that, you know, he said, he said, she said type thing. Like I've always said, there's there, there's his truth. That's their truth. And there's the truth in the middle. Yeah. So what, do you think that he'll be distracted going into this fight? His biggest fight to date. This will be Ryan Garcia's biggest fight going into December. Do you think he'll be distracted? If he keeps doing that shit, yeah. <laughs> if doing that if shit, he keeps doing it, yeah. If he keeps doing this, yes. But he needs to be fucking smart and be like, yeah, I, I can't be dealing with this fucking joke when I got a real fighter coming up. Mm-hmm. And I got can't be checked with this ass clown right here. Right? <laughs> I can't be giving this ass clown attention exactly because if he keeps doing that, he might be ending up, you know, ending up on the fucking floor in the canvas. Knocked and out. I don't think, and there's no room for mistakes in this game. No, fuck no. no mistakes. All right, so talking about it, like I said, Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell happening. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian, what did you say? If the next subject is not about Tank Davis, we have to mention is what do you think of them going, you know, on with you know on each other on social media, Tank, oh. Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia, saying that they agree apparently, quote unquote, that they're gonna fight next year. Did you see that? I heard it. I didn't pay too much attention to it. To me. This is the same week that Ryan Garcia was beefing with fucking Jake Paul talking shit. So to me, it's like, Ryan Garcia is a controller. Ryan Garcia is the type of guy, I'll fight anybody. I'll fight, but you ain't fought nobody, bro. Like, (laughs) you know, people can shit on Tank Davis all they want. That he's fat, he's on, he ain't motivated. 
Woman beater. She's a woman beater. Mm-hmm. The woman beater. He's a fucking woman beater over there. Um, you can say what you want about Tank, but the one thing no one's ever criticized Tank, he's a fucking fighter and he knows how to fight. Ever since the Pedraza fight, no one's had a doubt on Tank Davis' abilities in the ring about competing. The only thing we've ever had doubt on is his motivation for training. His only thing. Right, making Ryan money. Garcia is the only... Where we, where, where Ryan Garcia, we see something. We just don't know what it is because we haven't seen him against anybody. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm probably, I'm probably disrespecting the Ryan Garcia fan base is probably listening to the show. He hasn't fought anybody. Luke Campbell would be his only highlight reel, not highlight, his most notable opponent to date right now. Yeah. Tank yeah, has Pedraza. Tank sure will have Leo Santa Cruz. And as much as like, oh, you're picking on someone small. Hey, he has an, he has somebody though. So the beef, mm-hmm. this whole beef between Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis, about I'll fight you, I'll fight you. Everybody keeps pointing out. Ryan Garcia keeps opening him up that he wants to fight. But Tank, the, t- Tank pointed out a couple last year, this last couple months, you have a boss. Your boss don't want this fight. So no point in saying that. I'm, I'm going inter- to entice you. I'm going to entertain you. Yeah, yeah. We'll fight next year. We'll fight next year. We're not going to fight next year. They're not going to fight next year. I think it's Maggie. Again, it's, I think it's up to Deloy, really. And I don't think he wants that. <laughs> I don't think he does. I don't think he does. He's, especially if he's losing his other cash count. You think he's going to want to give up this guy? No, he ain't. Uh, I, like I said, I didn't pay too much attention because this is the same shit we saw last year when they were on Twitter talking shit to each other, talking about, oh, send me the contract. Send me the contract. Send me the contract. All of 2019 passed, nothing happened. All of 2020 is about to end right now. Nothing's happened. So where the fuck am I going to believe that both guys have agreed to fight each other? Both guys have a <laughs> fucking promoter, so they can't talk about it. They can agree, but they got a promoter. True. So I, I, I put a grain of salt with that. I don't believe it. That's why I didn't put too much hype on it. That's I mean, I, I'm surprised the fight with him and uh, Lee Nat, uh, Lee didn't fucking happen. And Why not, dude? Boy. Both guys won knockout fashion. Why not make that fight? I'm surprised. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, why wasn't that fight not made? You know why? Because, one, Lenard tested positive for COVID. Two, fucking Ryan Garcia. Right. Who, Ryan Garcia, who just signed the fucking contract with Golden Boy, saying, oh, I'm, this is, I'm the highest paid prospect right now, and blah, 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 said, oh, I'm not worth $250,000. Motherfucker, you signed a contract saying that, that you're okay with getting paid. All of a sudden, you're not okay with getting paid. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because you a sucker and you got hustled by Golden Boy. You found out a guy like Shakur Stevenson was getting paid more money than you. You found out guys like Tank Davis, Teofimo Lopez, your stablemate, you're not stable, your fucking teammates back in the day in the amateurs are getting paid more than you. And you're feeding into the hype that you got 5 million fucking followers on Instagram or whatever the fuck you got right now. You fed into the hype. You got you. They, that's that's what happened. So at the end of the day, you get what you deserve. You got to fight Luke Campbell. Well, guys like Tank Davis and Teofimo Lopez are getting fucking highlight real pay per view fucking fights. Simple as that. And I'm not hating on Ryan Garcia. I'm not hating on him. Everyone else, people are like, oh, you're fucking hating. I'm not hating on the kid. Proved something. December fifth. If he wins, he's gonna shut me the fuck up. He's gonna prove that he deserves to be in the same category, under the same fucking breath. As of the rest of the names I just mentioned right now. I just remember just a couple of months ago, we had this discussion about how, like, you know, the attitude of Ryan Garcia, right? How, like, no, you should pay me how what I deserve. You should pay me what I deserve, whatever, all that. <laughs> I just remember he told me, you know what, Delaware, you should fucking feed him to, you know, whatever fighter, right? And he fucking loses. He should just tell him right there, there you go, motherfucker. There's a reason why you're, I'm paying you this much. Exactly. That's what I think. Yeah, exactly. And- Luke Campbell might be that guy. He might. <laughs> he might be that guy. He might be that guy. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm, I'm rooting for Luke Campbell. I'm not gonna give my prediction, but he no, might no, no, no. Be yeah, he, no, yeah, exactly. Just he saying, gave he might Lomachenko be. problems. He did, and which to the point, I it's, thought he was gonna beat him. And hold on, before anybody, and this is I'm gonna say this right now. Fucking tell him, record this, quote me on this B-Ray. Come December fifth, I don't want to hear no fucking excuses from the Ryan Garcia fucking fan base going, oh, uh. You know, well, you know, he he beat the best. He beat the best. 
And then here discredit. Well, you know, you know, he hasn't been the same since he lost to Lomachenko. Fuck that. He beat. He gave Lomachenko problems. The reason why he's fighting for the interim because he was still a, a viable opponent, even though he lost, he didn't fucking lose like everyone thought he did. He was supposed to. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. This is the viable opponent. This is the most notable and most tough opponent that Ryan Garcia has fought on paper and to date. If he beats him, Ryan Garcia ain't the goods that we all thought we all think he could be. No, if Ryan Garcia just... beats him, I'm gonna give him full credit. Quote me on this, B Ray. I will give this kid full credit for beating him. If he knocks him out, fuck it. You knock him out. You got power, then kid. You yeah. got power. No one's doubting that power anymore because if you can knock out Luke Campbell, you got power then. Because Lomachenko couldn't do it for 12 fucking rounds. I'm gonna give him full True. credit. Quote me on this. I said it when I, I I anybody who's listened to this fucking show since day one knows I give credit where credit is due. Yep. I did it for Canelo when I gave him credit last year. I gave him credit. Hey, you know, he's good. I, I shitted on him for a while, and you know what? Canelo convinced me. He's the goods. Not pound for pound status, like number one, but he's the goods. <laughs> Ryan Garcia beats Luke Campbell in a better fashion than Linares and Lomachenko. He's the goods. If that motherfucker struggles, he ain't ready. He ain't ready for the fucking monsters that he's, he's out there fucking Twitter fucking beefing with. He might, true, if he dude. struggles against Luke Campbell, his next fight better be against Jake Paul then. Because you know what? I don't want to see him against anybody else then. <laughs> you ain't going to get paid that type of money fighting, fighting anybody else. If I mean, it, you know, and it makes sense. I'm pretty sure so assholes would be like, well, you know, no, you're, you're, you're fucking wrong. No, it, think about it. It makes sense. If he struggled with a guy like Luke Campbell, and again, we're, we're not making, we're not shitting on him. He's still, we're giving him credit. But if you're right. If he does struggle with a guy like Luke Campbell, how, how is he going to do well with, yeah, like you said, guys like Tank. No fucking way. So, yeah, you're right. So, I think this fight definitely will be where, where he stands. Yeah, at the moment. This, yeah, this is the, this is the fight that tells him where he stands. Mm-hmm. This is your fight. This is your coming out party. This is your opportunity to put yourself in the list with everyone that we just talked about. With Tank, we're going to talk about Teofimo, Lopez, Lomachenko. This is your opportunity to put yourself in the same fucking category, the same char- chart, in the same fucking list with these fighters. This is the fight to do it. You don't accomplish it, then you don't deserve to be there. That's my opinion. And like I said, if he wins, I give him full credit. People, the, quote me on this. Record me. Send them to DM me. I don't go fuck. I'm, I, I mean, I, I, me and B-Rail running that channel. We don't go fuck. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll fucking we'll abide to what you guys say. We'll bow down. Be like, you know what? You guys were right. We were wrong. Boom. Simple as that. But move on. December 5th, the Brian Garcia versus Lomachenko. Um, Lomachenko um, Luke Campbell. December 5th is not only that only date. December 5th is a fucking Fox pay-per-view in which we will have the return of Earl Spence Jr. versus Danny Garcia. B-Ray, which fight are you going to watch? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> come on, man. As much as I want to watch Garcia Campbell, oh, come on. I'm going to fucking tune in with Garcia versus uh, I'm, yeah, Danny Garcia, <clears throat> Earl Spence Jr. That's the mega fight, man. That is a big, and that's like between that's, them two. Come on, between the two fights. Come on. Yeah, so it was announced uh, today. Danny mm-hmm. Garcia put on his uh, Instagram or Twitter major announcement: Garcia versus Spence welterweight title unification. Fox Sports pay per view, PBC pay per view on Saturday, December fifth, AT and T Stadium, Arlington, Texas. Fans will be in attendance. Ticket sale goes on sale October fourteenth at ten a.m. Hashtag T uh, Team DSG. Hashtag Danny Garcia Show. Be ready. I love that. I love that. I, I wanted. I didn't get the chance to find out, but who announced first, Ryan Garcia or fucking Spence Garcia? Because it looks like both yeah. guys announced. I want to say that Garcia versus Campbell came out first. I think so. And, based and on like what I hour, saw, and then an hour later, so I'm looking right now, and I'm shout out to CB Boxing. Twelve hours ago, he posted that Luke Campbell versus Ryan Garcia is taking place, and then an hour later. He posted Danny Garcia's fucking announcement. <laughs> Do you think Golden Boys had shot themselves in the foot going in the zone mostly? The zone going, fuck! I'm fuck! sure they did. <laughs> hey, who knows? It might change it. They might fucking change it. But well, I mean, okay. As a the zone, as as far as we know, the zone is fucking bleeding out right now. They're bleeding. Yeah. They're bleeding. Ble- ble- I, I'm bleeding. <laughs> I'm bleeding. 
They're bleeding out right now. Canelo suing them for $280 million. Your biggest star suing you. Triple G don't seem like he's going to fight this year. No, it doesn't seem like it, no. Your only notable fight is Danny Jacob versus Gabe Rosado right now. Yeah, which, not Luke, bad fight. And, and then you got, you got Ryan Garcia who got like 5 point or 6 million fucking followers on Instagram as your only notable fight at the end of this year. And you're going to go against two of the top five welterweights in the world head-to-head. <laughs> now, I know that people are going to be like, well, you know, the zone's not a pay-per-view format. You pay a one-time, you know, month, once a month, you pay a subscription fee. I get that. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I'm at the end of this year. If I don't get any, if I don't get a, a schedule for 2021 for the good schedule, I'm canceling the zone. I don't blame you. I'm canceling the zone. <laughs> I don't blame you. Because no you're like, what the fuck am I paying for? Yeah, exactly. I've been paying all year, and I get the pandemic. I get it. But like I said, right now, Canelo is suing you for 200. $80 million. Matchroom is throwing on fights, which are okay, but fans didn't fucking, aren't shelling out the money once a month to watch Matchroom fights. We were told that this was going to kill pay-per-view and we were going to see the best stars in boxing come out here. Yeah, that was their slogan. You've only been able to catch your two stars, Canelo and Triple G. Triple G's on his way out, and again, Canelo's suing you for $280 million. Ryan Garcia is at the point right now where I'm not surprised he's going to probably sue too because he's going to get a one to get the fuck out. <laughs> You're most noted. And guess what? You put on a fucking exhibition fight with Chavez versus Arce and he put on that shit show versus Chavez Jr. which he quit. That's what the zone's been putting out. Matchroom fights are good. I- I've been watching them. They're good. You know, Eddie Hearn's getting COVID. Yeah, I heard about that. That's what you guys are getting for $20 a month or $100 for the full year. That's what you guys are getting. And they, their end of the year, their last month of the year, they're going to give you Luke Campbell versus Ryan Garcia, which is a compelling fight, but you're going to go head-to-head with Spence versus Garcia. Yeah. That doesn't – no. Oh, man. You think – now, do you think the zone moves it? And if they do, you think Ryan Garcia is big? No, nah, man, I'm a bigger star. I got – I can go head-to-head with them. People are going to tune in to see me. Or – or do you think there's only like, do you think you can fight before the main event? Before the event starts? You know what? I was about to mention that. I go, I kind of hope that actually happens because I, I get I want to watch that fight too. But if you ask me, you have to watch one. Yeah, I'm I'm easily picking. Oh, it's Spencer's Garcia. And we have a the zone membership, so we it's not like we have to be like, oh, we have to choose. No, I I can rewatch it. I can watch I can rewatch Spence. I mean sorry, I can rewatch. Luke Campbell versus Garcia after I'm done watching the pay-per-view. True. But I'm talking about subscribers that canceled and be like, oh, fuck, I want to watch Campbell. For... Who, what are they going to choose? Pay $20 for the full month or shell out $80 to watch this fucking fight that we've all been waiting to watch mm-hmm. and we're all exciting to watch, excited yeah. to watch. I mean, what do you – I'm choosing Spence versus Garcia. Me too. I'm choosing that fight too. And if I have to watch it to the, you know, at the very end, right, of Garcia versus Campus, and I'll, I'll fucking do it. I, yeah. Look, Campus, yeah, yeah. I'll just fucking wait. I'm telling you, the zone has to, had the zone had to be like, fuck! <laughs> like an hour later. Like, they, I can see that they were, they were so excited to post up the, the poster. Like, yes, Cam, Garcia Campbell, yes! And then they, they're like, they probably opened the Instagram feed and like, oh, yeah. One hour later, and then fucking Garcia versus Spence. I'm like, fuck! Text De La Hoya. Text him to see if we can move the date. Text him. They might. They might move the date. I, I'd like to think you they think, will. How would that look? But that's my, how would that look if they move the date? That's easy going to look to them saying, like, yeah, we don't, we don't have faith in our fight to, you know, to go up against that. But I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure they're like, oh, yo, fuck, we just move it. I like to think that's what they're gonna do, and I and Ryan Garcia can can play it all he wants, saying that no, fuck no, I'm a bigger draw. And those guys are looking at me like, shut the, f- just shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, and just you're, move. Not, you're not a bigger draw, just move. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna fight on Friday. You're gonna fight on a Friday. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> <laughs> they you're might gonna, do that too. You're gonna fight on December fourth. December fourth, you're fighting. <laughs> Moving you to December fourth. You're not gonna fight on the fifth. You're gonna fight on December fourth, bro. Oh shit. How would that look? Like the zone doing that? Like you, you forfeited to UFC Masvidal Diaz for Canelo Kovalev. 
And here, the rival, you're going, you're going to back down from the rival. And, and pay, again, general, general boxing fans, um, you know, casual fans, think of it this way. The Zone came out and said, we're going to kill pay-per-view. We are new. We're the new kid to... on the block. We're going to fucking run the boxing game. I was about to mention that. We're going to run boxing. We're going to run pay-per-view out of business because you know what? We care about the consumer. And it's been, what, two, two three years now since they've been on? They, yeah. put, they put okay fights. They haven't killed pay-per-view. Pay-per-view still around. But how would it look that their advertising was, we're the pay-per-view killer, and they have to reschedule and move Garcia Luke Campbell to a Friday night so they won't have to go head-to-head with the pay-per-view event? How are you gonna? gonna how, as a business model, are you gonna survive? Then, where you had to do it twice, two times, or two times the now, where you've had to basically bow down to the pay per view again, the same pay per view that you said you're gonna kill because pay per view is dead. No one is gonna be paying that money anymore. The zone is the, the new platform for combat, and like I said, they. Waited. They made Kovalev and Canel wait almost an hour for a UFC pay-per-view to end. Yeah. How would it look for DAZN and Golden Boy to say, yeah, we're going to move Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell to a Friday night instead of going head-to-head with a, pay- a PBC on Fox pay-per-view head? How does that look for DAZN? I'm talking about DAZN. De La Hoya, I don't think he was fucked as long as he gets his... The zone is meeting me. The Golden Boy is meeting its fucking deal by giving them fight. The zone. What? How does that work for the zone's business model? <laughs> Real bad. Because I'm glad you mentioned. Because I was about to mention. Like, how? You know how bad that would look for the zone. The same one. The same one that kept saying that. Yeah, we're we're gonna kill pay per view. And look at that. You're most likely gonna be moving your fight on on another fight that's on pay per view. That looks really fucking bad on, on them, but I still think they're going to do it. My, I, my bet they're going to they're gonna move. Who knows? At the end, they're going to be like, no, fuck you. We'll still keep going. They might do that, but something tells me no. They're going to so. move it early I think, the I same think they night no, the day move. before. They're going to move. They're going to move. They're going to move. Brain, no one's going to fucking watch that fight. They're, no, you're right. I but, don't but, think uh, that they're going to move the fucking fight earlier. They're not going to fight earlier. They're not going to wait for Spence you know, Garcia just, to end. Yeah. Fuck no. But the zone, you know, the zone might still be feeling stupid and be like, nah, we, we'll be fine. They might pull that shit. No, nah, I don't think so. The zone's not stupid. I don't think. They're bleeding. They're bleeding. They're bleeding. They're bleeding. <laughs> but, but no, no, but, but, but overall, I, I agree. Overall, I think they are going to move. But again, it just... You know the possibility they might just be like, nah, we're fine over here. Uh, I think they moved to Fridays. Right, let's move to the next topic. It was reported, and this reported was on the Boxing Voice, and later on it's caught traction, and it was uh, confirmed by ESPN. It was confirmed by many people. Even Al Bernstein tweet, um, tweeted about it. Deontay Wilder fired, fired Mark Breland, his yeah. co-trainer, the man who threw in the towel in the second fight. He fired him. And it looks like Malik Scott will be replacing Mark Breland as a co-trainer for Deontay Wilder. B-Ray, this is not new. Fighters and trainers, you know, fighters always replace trainers off and on. They change them as much as they change their underwear. This isn't new in the boxing game. No, it's not. But according to Shelly Finkel, this had nothing to do about him throwing the towel in. This had to do about, you know... A fighter and a trainer, uh, you know, they, they've outgrown each other and it's time to look somewhere else. I call bullshit. <laughs> because everything seemed fine when he was winning. All of a sudden he loses. There's something wrong. You know, we've always had problems, you know. Like, all of a sudden you guys had problems. When you guys were winning, it didn't seem like you guys had problems. Now that he lost in that fashion, there's a problem. What are your thoughts on that? Like, you, you real quick before we move to the next couple times. I, you know, when when I heard, when I heard that that happened, right? He dropped that trainer. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people were thinking, like, man, maybe he is taking Floyd's offer. That was, that was my reaction. I was like, is he taking Floyd's offer? That was that. That's that. pretty goes. That's the first thing came to mind, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people can agree, because I was like, man, he's gonna take his offer, because he's probably thinking, man, he might teach me something that, that helped me a lot in the rematch. You mean this offer or no? 
DeAndre Walter, he, I mean, I mean, he, he, he got bombs. I mean, that's why he calls himself the bronze bomb, the bronze bomber. He got bombs. Now we can't say that, but we can we can make his skills a lot better. Only thing he needs is the basic fun, fundamentals, and I could do the rest. I could do the rest. I'm here. I'm here to help fighters. So even like Deontay Water, I'm here. All they got to do is let me know. Um, let me know what he want to do, and we can we can make it happen. Deontay. Is that the one you're talking about? And then this occurred. This was an edited clip. Shout out to CV Boxing who posted that uh, clip on his page. So I use this mm-hmm. thing right now. Is that the offer you're talking about? That he basically told me, hey, I'm willing to train you? That's the offer, exactly. So, yep. That's exactly what I was thinking when I heard he dropped his trainer. I go, he's probably taking Floyd's offer. It's up in the air if he's going to take his offer, though. It is. Because, come, I mean, you saw how he lost. God damn. Damn. Exactly, damn. Look the way he lost. And if, if for some reason, if you're new to this shit, people, if you had not – Never even seen the rematch. Watch that. Watch that fucking rematch. And you'll see what I'm talking about. Look at the way he lost. Look at the way Wilder lost. He was wearing 40 pounds of gear. Yeah, yeah. He can say all that shit all he wants. <laughs> but at the end of the day, everyone's going to be like, man, look at Wilder, man. He was knocking everyone out. Man, look at him. He looked I mean, like, he looked beat the fuck up at the end. Not I mean, I think eating it, I, him. Yeah, I'll ask this question, and we're probably this will probably be the last top. This will probably be the last thing we'll talk about Wild, and then we'll move on to the main one. Yeah. What are your thoughts about train about fighters who, who fire trainers after a loss? Is it the trainer's Honestly, fault? Is it the trainer's fault or the fighter's fault? At the end, I think even Deloya said it. At the end, it's all you in the ring, man. You can't blame anybody. So when I see fighters do that, I always take it. I always take it as like. It's it's them. It's the fighters. It's not the trainers. Yeah. It's mo- mainly you. Even you, you said it best, man. Oh, well, everything was going fine when you're knocking everyone out. You're winning. Now you fucking lost, right? You lose. Now you just go. Wait a minute. Something's always on over here. That to me is like you. You're a fucking douche. Why'd you fucking I, do that? I agree with you. Um, I think it's a trainer. I I, I want to say it's both because I think it depends on the train the type of trainer you are. Because if that you're a trainer too. that's training like if you're a trainer that's training like twenty other fucking fighters, you got and you don't got time to train your main fighter. And I know that's been Freddie Roach's deal for the last couple of years. You know that's why Amir Khan left him. You know because Khan goes, mm-hmm. you know, I want you to focus fully on me instead of me having to fly over there to train and co-train with Pacquiao because you can have time to be with both of us. No, no, no. I want you to dedicate your time on me. I know that's been a case with that type of trainers. I know that's been a case where some trainers uh, being in a high profile, being with a high profile fighter, it gets to your head. And you don't, and you don't think you need to work on him. Like, ah, he knows what he's doing. We're just going to go in there and do it. Um, And then there, uh, then there's times where you leave the trainer because of money issues. The trainer's asking for more money. And we saw with triple G and Abel Sanchez. Yeah, you know they they work good as a team. It was just Abel stuck his hand out, going, "I want more money." You know, I'm a, I know you can pay me more because I know you're getting paid more to pay me more. But I'm with you in the sense of, at the end of the day, the one that's lacing up the gloves, the one that's doing all the road work, all the strength and conditioning, is the fighter. Mm-hmm. But I'm also saying. There's parts where it's not even – sometimes it's the trainer's fault too when the trainer's not dedicating itself time to train. With Mark Breland, I'm not saying – I'm not knowing anything that nobody else knows right now, but I don't know if Mark Breland was there for Deontay Wilder. I don't know. As only thing I know, he was a co-trainer. The only thing I know is that he was the only guy that wanted to throw in the towel. The only guy that said, let's throw in the towel. His trainer, his main trainer said, no, no, he got this. He got this. Even though we were seeing this fight, we were seeing him get beat up. We didn't see any glimmer of hope that Wilder can land a punch. We saw a man getting pummeled round after round. And we saw a man that looked like he was fighting one-legged because we kept thinking his leg was fucked up. I mean, I thought he was going to die, man. That's how bad he Mark was. Breland did a, good, did a great job. Throwing in the towel. I think he should have thrown it in sooner. Sooner, I agree. But as from the from what we keep hearing was he wanted to throw it in sooner. He was just being told, no, no, wait, wait, something's gonna happen, something's gonna happen, and nothing happened. 
So again, I'm not saying that he deserved to get fired. I'm not speculating that he got fired because of this. I'm just saying that in certain situations, B-Ray and his right, sometimes it's the fighter's fault. And I'm saying sometimes it's the trainer's fault. In this specific situation, I don't think it was Breland's fault. No. I don't think it's Breland's I, fault. I think this is all on Wilder so far. This is yeah, all I on think so too. I think so too. I think, I think it isn't Wilder's fault. I think it's Wilder's team's fault. I think they're trying to look for someone to blame. I think, you know, like, like I said, all those fights, all those knockouts, there was never a problem. Not even after the Tyson Fury one fight, there was a problem. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he, there's a problem now. They've had issues before. It's barely coming out to light. Like, again, th- like I said in the opener to this segment, this isn't the first time or the last time we're going to see a trainer and a fighter split. It's the, it's the most common thing you hear in boxing. That's it's not the first, fight. not the last. <laughs> exactly. I just don't think it's his fucking fault. That's my thing. So. I mean, we've seen it last year. Right with Andy, Andy Ruiz. I don't think it was Andy Ruiz's fault. I, I think it, and that one was Andy Ruiz. He fucked up. He didn't train. Mm-hmm. He didn't train for his fucking fight. His trainer even said he didn't train. He just came to fucking run a couple miles and went home. He's out busy sucking and fucking eating tamales. <laughs> it's not his fault. But um, all right. But that's the last thing. Last topic. Next Saturday night. And was a MSG or? <clears throat> Are they fighting in Vegas? Vegas? Holy shit. I don't even think they even said it. That's a good question. Oh, it's Vegas. Saturday night. Um, <laughs> lightweight unification. The the ESPN and many people's consensus. Number one pound for pound fighter, Vasily Lomachenko versus Teofimo Lopez is next weekend. B-Ray, me and you are going to be covering that fight. Um, going into the week, we're going to be posting a lot of stuff, posting your predictions, oh, yeah. getting you guys to vote. B-Ray. Top Rank released their Blood, Sweat, and Tears series on ESPN. Oh. What was your thoughts on that? Oh, man. saw that. I just saw that last night. I just realized it. I loved it. I really loved it. I, I just loved how it got me pumped up even more for this fight, man. I'm really excited for this. I really am. Because you saw both stories too. of them. I like the storyline they're having for this fight. We already know about it. We've been talking about it for the last couple weeks. Both guys have this disdain for each other. There's this animosity built up. I liked it. The documentary reminded me almost like a UFC countdown. Yeah. You go deep into the training camps. You go deep into the personalities of both fighters, their teams. And I like it because they're showing how they're coping with this whole COVID. How are they training? Mm -hmm. Vasily Lomachenko built a gym in his fucking house. He did. He's trading at his house. The Teofimo Lopez is training in some co- compound right now. Both guys are having to adapt to a new style of training during this COVID. Mm-hmm. While at the same time, building this animosity towards each other. I loved it. I can't wait for the second episode to come out. It, to me, this is what I've been talking about since day one. The way the presentation was for the documentary, this uh, fight camp or blood, sweat, and tears documentary, they treated the audience like they were dumb. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They they did exactly what I've been crying out for for the last fucking couple years. Don't treat, don't show, don't talk to me like I know the story. Tell me the story. Feed me the story of Vasily Lomachenko. Feed me the story of Teofimo Lopez. Build me the story of why these guys are fighting and why it's so important for me to tune in on, on October 17th to watch this fight. Why? And they did a good job. They did. They really hyped it, especially of the trash talking that Teofimo Lopez is saying. I was like, fuck, man, this guy... He, for sure, he, if he beats him, he becomes a star ago. And I think that's the attitude that he's going to go with. That's the fucking attitude he's going to go with. That's the attitude he's been building for. And if he wins, yes, everything he said, everything he's done for the last 15 fights culminates on this next Saturday night. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Vasily Domachenko, like I said, I don't want to give too much because I want to do the breakdown next week. But yes, it's a compelling mm-hmm. fight. Fuck yeah, In, it is, man. Inside the ring and outside, the, it's compelling. 
And I give and I give kudos to Top Rank and ESPN for giving us this documentary. And I can't wait for the second episode to come out. The way, like I said, they they've been doing what I've been saying they should be doing. Follow the UFC's uh, blueprint of how to give you a presentation to build a fight. Yeah, because I'll give them that with UFC, man. They know how to build up a fight. And they did it. And they did it. And I would not be surprised that we find out that ESPN hired the same guys to do the shit for for UFC to do this fucking to do this. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, go to YouTube, click Top Rank, um, search Top Rank, uh, Lomachenko mm-hmm. versus Teofimo Lopez, blood, sweat, and tears, mm-hmm. and watch. It's like a 30 minute thing. It's fucking good. Yeah, I was like 30 minutes. Yeah, it builds up. To me, it builds up the fight. It, it got me excited. It like I said, it really I, did. I saw that, and then I saw Crawford versus Postal before we did this episode. So I was already hyped up on boxing. And I think people saw the energy I brought in tonight's episode. I was kind of hyped up. Yeah. And that has to do also because I had a couple beers. So this might be the most messiest episode we ever done. But fuck it. I mean, you guys keep tuning in. You guys keep downloading. You guys keep loving it. I'm going to keep doing it. Exactly. It also means that's the last of this segment. We're done hitting the segments we wanted to talk about. We wanted to give you guys an episode. We wanted to give you guys kind of this uh, uh, uh something to wait for until next week. Like I said, next week we're going to be on full force. Me and B-Ray are going to be on Instagram interacting with you guys more more this week because of the fucking lead-up to the fight. We're going to come up with an episode with our predictions, what we think the fight's going to go, what is next for the winner, what is next for the loser. We'll give you the full breakdown, and pretty much everything else is going to come during that week as uh, we get ready for next Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, B-Ray, any last words before we tune out? Not, not really, man. I want to say thanks. Thanks for, you know – downloading this episode man and we really i really cannot wait to break down this fight next week lomachenko lopez so for sure we're coming back next week man we really appreciate you guys listening to us really appreciate you guys listening below the description of this episode is all the social media platforms you guys can find us don't forget to go to the rambling network click on it buy your favorite merch especially the jmb reboxing podcast merchandise we got buy it when you guys before you guys check out enter promo code ramble you guys get free shipping for the full month of October. So if you like the JMB Ray Boxing Podcast, buy a shirt. If you like Lady Instincts Podcast, buy a shirt. If you like the Ramley Alcoholics Podcast, buy a shirt. It's on for free. You got free shipping when you enter code uh, Ramble. So without further ado, guys, thank you for tuning in. We love you. We'll be back next week. For sure.